looks like my pickup should be all right. So what we'll do, I'll get you to clap three times. Um, just not sure if this audio output will work, but um, if you just clap three times for me now. Okay, today's an exciting day because uh, I have the opportunity to meet another stranger. Um, we've spoken for, what, about two minutes now, but on, on air or online right now, I've got Loom, who's also another Australian. How are you doing? Uh, that is right. I am another Australian. I am just finished school like an hour ago, so can't wait to not do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's right. There's a, there's a time difference, isn't there? It's... um. It's more like dinner time for me now. Yeah. Uh, it's about 5.30 your time. Yep. Yeah. You live in one of them eastern states or something. Or yeah, s- yeah, Melbourne, so. Oh, uh, yeah, there's a 20% chance that's the case. Mm-hmm. You reckon? <laughs> that literally 20% of our country's population lives in Melbourne, the other 20% in Sydney. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah, so do you want to introduce yourself? Uh, yeah, I'm uh, 16, turning 17 on October. I live in Newman, which is in the northwest of Western Australia, and I mess around with videos sometimes. I also make a podcast now, I guess, kind of. Like, I have a a podcast called Loomcast, where I just read out what I wrote down, like, months ago, and then edit it months later. Oh, yeah, it's that's... like three people at the same time. <laughs> that's interesting. So it's, it's you and a couple of friends, is it? Uh, no, it's like me from the past, me from the past, uh-huh. and then me from the present. Nice, nice. It's like you, I write the you've script, got me there. and then when I'm speaking the script, I'm like, what did I hell did I write down? And then when I'm editing, I'm like, what the heck was I saying? And the most recent one, there's me talking, and while I'm editing, there's like my cat is eating in the background, and it's just all you can hear is the noise of the cat eating. Yeah. It's... Uh, so I've got to figure out how to fix that at some point. Fair enough. Um, hopefully you can't hear that. There's just cars going past in the background. We've got some noisy cars that live in my area. Yeah, I can hear them. Sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Loomcast, that sounds pretty cool. Um, I like the idea. I like how, yeah, I mean, you, you give it time in between. There's there's a lot of things, like obviously I'm not I'm not a, by any means a successful podcaster or anything like that, but there's just a lot of things that I, I write. So I'm constantly doing bits of research and just writing things and then I'll revisit them months later and, yeah, if they still sort of make sense or it's almost like you're exploring it again, which is pretty yeah. interesting. But, yeah, I mean, I haven't really done a whole lot of recording besides the uh, the first episode of this one. Yeah, I mostly made that podcast just so I have a form to, like, just spill out my words. Yep. And then because I am who I am, I just always want to turn something into something, you know? Yeah. So I wrote down the words and I was like, this might make a cool podcast, so I'm just giving it a go as a podcast, see how it sounds. I got four of them out already and editing a fifth, and yeah, it's it's been going good. I don't really care about the stats or anything much uh, when it comes to this, just that it exists, really. It's just, just all for the love. Um, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to check it out when we're done recording. Yeah, maybe. Um, on the on the topic of podcasts, do you watch the, um, the Unmade, sorry, do you listen to the Unmade podcast? Uh, you mean my favourite podcast? That's that's your favourite podcast, okay. It doesn't surprise me just based on the fact that just now you you said you just like coming up with the ideas and everything and it's quite quite a fun podcast, isn't it? 
it's got to be up there in the podcast at least anyway it's definitely my favorite two guys talking podcast yeah anyone that listened to episode one of uh two teams talking seasons two that was the uh the first episode that i recorded um you've probably if you're familiar you'd, you'd know I, I hadn't really listened to a lot of the unmade podcast but um since recording that first one i have definitely uh gotten into it it's quite quite a fun podcast it is i really like the timmy ball one and yeah tommy ball yeah tommy ball timmy ball yeah <laughs> um uh and the wholesome one was pretty good too like i would i like how they just give a go at the ideas i also yep. just really like the general podcast a lot as well yeah i um i haven't heard the wholesome one just yet but I do know when they when they came up with the idea for the Tommy Ball one, I thought that was pretty interesting. And then the other night, I just had it playing on my on my speaker while I was uh, doing the dishes, and and that episode came on. And when it started, I just couldn't help but to laugh the whole time I was doing the dishes, just because of how seriously they were trying to take it. Um, but yeah, it's like yeah, it's like a mixture of two guys talking and Night Vale, like his yeah. sports commentary. And- and then two guys to not it's yeah yeah i had thought that like if, if anyone had a sort of come in at the time and heard that play and they wouldn't have even known that it wasn't about a real sport you just it just sounded a lot like an actual commentary except for the fact that the number 19 came up like every five seconds that must be uh, brady's yeah. favorite number to uh, to make up off his head oh what's your favorite number uh my favorite number is 32 87 87 yours yeah yeah, 32 is because Magic Johnson used to play for the LA Lakers and he was number 32. So as a as a kid, I was a fan and it just sort of grew from there. Oh, yeah. Mine is because I once challenged myself to read up every element on the periodic table on Wiki- like every Wikipedia page on it. I yep. never succeeded, but I got pretty far. Um, and for the brief moment, it was a fair number of years ago. And I got... I really liked Francium, which yep. is element 87. I, pr- I pronounce it Francium. Am, am I pronouncing it wrong? Francium? Francium. I don't think it matters, but okay. because I, I name it Francium because it's like, it's named after France, I think, so. Yeah. But I, it, it doesn't really matter, I don't think. No, fair enough. On the, the topic of the Unmade podcast, one of my favourite things about it is the the constant reference to, um, like, the, the sofa shop jingle and things like that. Um, so for sure <laughs> your own lister and that's all i got for yeah. the things that you need or something yeah, yeah. fair enough it's um the sofa shop is your only stop for the sofa you need i i thought like it's pretty cool how they they incorporate that and it had me thinking about jingles that i remember hearing um as a kid and i was actually um Same, yeah. yeah i was on a drive with a friend the other day and and one that came up was the cheesecake shop um, I don't know if you ever heard the, the ad to the Cheesecake Shop, but at the end it did just go like, at the Cheesecake Shop, yeah, or something along those lines. Um, I don't know if we'd be able to find it to, to put that in just to, to show how ridiculous I sound. But it was um, it was funny because it just brings back that nostalgic memory. And my, my mate was like, oh, how good was that ad just because you remember it now? And I said, I don't know, I've never bought anything from the Cheesecake Shop of you. And he's like, uh, no. I'm like, well, then how can the ad be that good just because we remember it? So... Um, yeah, I thought it was a pretty pretty interesting topic of conversation. Yeah, I'm thinking back to ads when I was a younger kid. Um, 
Yeah, so every time... I'm not in South Australia, so I don't get the sofa shop ads in particular. But in WA, I I am... Every time uh, that sofa shop ad comes up, I think it reminds me of the... For some reason, a retrovision... An ad for, I think, retrovision in Geraldton, Mm -hmm. which is a regional city, which is practically a town in... Yeah, Western Australia and, and Retrovision sell appliances, don't they? Yeah, it's like because I just think of that. I think it's because I've been to that Retrovision and it had sofas and stuff in it. And every time that sofa shop song plays, I think it has no jingle, but it's like at the end, it's like just up the highway, Pitt Street, Geraldton. Yeah, <laughs> and I just think of that. That is so ingrained into me. Yeah, it's funny how um, how all those memories and phone numbers and addresses and stuff get ingrained into you, and years later, you can't remember what they were even for. You're like, wait, there was this place, or you remember the tune, and you and you have no idea what the product was or what the what the place was. Yeah, I do remember very clearly one um, ad. I think this one's, I don't know if it was Australia wide, but it was like an ad for people with reading and writing difficulties. Yeah. Just remember yep. the jingle I can, the I can, I can do it. Is it one three double oh six triple five oh six. That's it. Yep. That's the one. Oh, yeah. that's the one. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. It's just crazy how you can, um, you can do that across, across Australia um, with that sort of ad. Even, I think the VB ad that Brady had made reference to, that's definitely one that I, that I remember all the time. But um, have you ever tried doing this when you're, when you're just amongst a bunch of people? I don't know, you, you may be a little bit too young, but mm-hmm. if I'm just amongst a, a group of people or a group of friends or anything like that, um, from time to time, I'll just burst out with, have you ever? And then there's always have a couple of like people this. that do exactly that, yeah. Um, that's a reference to a, an Australian TV show called Around the Twist, which was probably a horrible show, happen. but it was pretty, it was pretty popular back then, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I I remember a couple of scenes and episodes, and oh god, I think it was made me. I th- is, are they based on like Paul Jennings stories or something? I've got no idea. They they were pretty entertaining, but I'm I'm sure it's one of those things where if I sat down and watched an episode now, it would either be brilliant and I didn't think about it enough when I was younger, or it'd be um, horrible and you just look back and think, how did I how did I watch this after after school? Yeah, when I, was, when I was a little kid, like primary school years and stuff, I was like, I only liked cartoons. So it's like whenever the random twist came on, it was like, okay, TV time's over. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I never really watched many of the things, but the beginning of it, intros, obviously gotten in my head. I actually sung around the twist um, today earlier. Yeah? To myself. <laughs> what are the odds of that? Yeah, it's just like, it, it just comes up from time to time, doesn't it? And I've noticed like... I think the last time I did it, I was I was amongst a group where some people were friends, some people I didn't know so well, and um, it just was crazy how quickly it just brought everyone together, like that that sort of bit of nostalgia that comes out once people make the connection. Uh, yeah, I'm like I'm still pretty young, but the nostalgia's already hitting me with some things. The world keeps changing so fast. Yeah, and it's only getting quicker and quicker. Yep, that it is. Hmm.
So I've got some follow-up as well that we can uh, we can bring into the mix. I mean, fortunately, because I've already recorded an episode, there's some things that were mentioned there where I've got updates or, or people have sort of informed me about. But um, the main the main one I want to cover is the fact that last time I mentioned I've got a friend in the Antarctica. Um, he's doing a 12-month stint down there uh, at the Casey Station. And uh, so I hadn't... I hadn't actually watched the the last two Star Wars films because of that. He's a huge fan. I'm not I'm not crazy about Star Wars, but um, he's a, a huge fan and sort of was sort of shoving them down my throat before he left. But I made a point not to uh, not to watch the ones that come out while he's in Antarctica because he, he doesn't have access to them. But I actually uh, I spoke to him since and he has seen the Last Jedi. So here I am not watching it. Um, in his honour, so to speak, and uh, yeah, I spoke to him on the phone a few weeks back and uh, was talking about it, and he said, yeah, they, they did actually manage to get a copy of it down there. I don't know how delayed it was or anything, but yeah, that was a that was a little bit uh, disappointing, but at the same time, there's still the uh, the next one, or the sorry, the one it's that came out. Dirty traitor. Well, he's not a dirty traitor because I didn't actually let him know that I wasn't watching them. Oh. And um, I mean, if you traded to you, yeah. But if you if you're stuck in the middle of or at the edge of, I suppose, Antarctica for twelve months with minimal contact to the outside world, you you can't really blame a person for uh, watching an episode of Star Wars if it becomes available to you, can you? The hardest decisions require the strongest wills. That's fair enough. Okay, he's a dirty trader. We'll stick at that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure when he hears this, he'll be like, I I I did nothing of the sort. Let's not give him a chance to t- talk about why he did it. Let's not give him nuance. Let's just tell him he's a traitor and not let him say anything so that okay. we can have someone to to look at and be, he's, he's evil. Because why not? Can, can, can you hear that? I'm just... Uh... Yep. Okay. I've just blocked him on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and no, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just messing around. He's a, he's a good friend, but yeah, I just thought I'd bring that up um, because it was just something that that came to note anyway. Yeah, yeah. For Star Wars, I remember I didn't watch any of the Star Wars until like last year, and I watched them all in order. Um, from but not in order of creation, in order like yeah. episode one, episode two, yeah, episode okay. three. In, in chronological order. Yeah, and I watched them all at once. I, I I don't really understand why people don't like the prequels. Oh, yeah. I, can't, I understand why, but I I like the prequels actually a little bit. Mm. And you know, I wasn't too into Star Wars. Like after I watched, it, I was like, yeah, that was cool and stuff. And then I realized there's a lot of Star Wars memes, and now I'm much more into it <laughs> yeah so you, i i did pretty much the same thing um i hadn't actually seen it and like i said it, it was a couple of friends actually that were like how have you not seen it and they really wanted to um, make sure i watched it so I, I went through and watched them all at the same time um but i i did find that the prequels were pretty horrible maybe maybe i did it in the wrong order because i did it in order of release when i watched them so i guess going from um yeah. Watching the that the trilogy, yeah, watching the trilogy, going sort of to the the um, prequels after that, maybe that ruined it a little bit. But yeah, that sort of stirred me off. But I have I have noticed um, since I think it's Disney since Disney took it over, I I haven't minded a couple of the uh, 
the movies that they've put out. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all for yeah. new episodes, but that's probably because I'm not ingrained into the uh, into the culture of old Star Wars anyway. Yeah, and you know, it's because you're um, older, and maybe it's like the newer ones are like all CGI and stuff, and maybe I'm because I'm younger, I might just not notice the illegitimacy of it as much or something. Because that was a complaint I heard a lot about the prequels is, oh, it's all fake. Yeah. It's, it's just that quality, the, the quality that it comes out at sort of. It, it was a bad time. It was, it was, it was an interesting time. Um, I mean, there's, there's lots, of, lots of movies that jumped on the CGI bandwagon and, and I'm sure they made plenty of money for it. But you compare it, obviously, and it was always going to happen, but you compare it to CGI today and, yeah, you seem, seem to be able to pick it from a mile away. Yeah. Maybe I just need to watch it again. It was a while ago. I can't actually remember much about it besides the scenes that have been memed to oblivion. Yeah. I'm uh, thinking of doing a good old Star Wars marathon. Really? At some point, in, vaguely in the future, which probably means never. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think I could do it. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to myself and say that I'd do it. It's um, it's it's a lot to take in all at once, or it's just a, it's just a lot of time spent in front of yeah, the TV, the I suppose. I just... I do I, I do a bunch of random stuff nowadays. I do whatever I feel like in Star Wars. I, I never, I don't have access to it firstly, and I never feel in the mood to watch every Star Wars movie <laughs> at once. Yep, fair enough. Um, another another piece of follow up I got here. Um, if anyone's listening who listened to the first episode, the first one that I'd recorded, uh, I was using a podcast player that I can't even remember the name of now. Uh, but since then, I have actually swapped over to Podcast Addict, um, mm. which yeah, I found actually really good. It's it's really good for casting purposes. I, I've noticed since swapping that there were issues that I had, say, because I've got Google Homes around my house and I like to just cast through the house, um, which a lot of the time, the, the old app that I used, once it timed out and stopped casting, it would just start playing on your phone. So... Say if I was listening to an episode when I went to bed and I had it set on a sleep timer, I'd wake up in the middle of the night three episodes later into a podcast with no idea what's going on. So, um, And it really annoyed my girlfriend because it would wake her up once that happened. So, yeah, I found uh, Podcast Addict to be a, a really good app for uh, listening to podcasts. How, how do you listen to them? Okay, so when I first got into podcasts, because I actually didn't even know the concept of podcasts even existed, I actually remember once... A while ago, I think it was year 8 or 9, so about 13, 14, 15, something like that, um, I was like, I have this cool new concept idea. What if we had a YouTube, but with audio shows? Yeah. <laughs> and turns out that already exists. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I've, I feel like I've invented a lot of things that already existed. And there's no way to, yeah, to know if, if subconsciously you'd come across it. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's yeah. always annoying. You think you've got a brilliant idea and then somebody's like, yeah, that's a thing. Ah, uh, damn. Yeah, I'm just... Because I'm so into listening to things and, yeah, that popped in my head. It's like, cool, I want to make this. Uh, but also, I'm a kid and I had not the skills to do so even though I tried. Um, yeah. And then I came, then I became a nerd fighter through various means, which led me to the podcast Dear Hank and John. Yep. Which was my first podcast. And the, how I listened to the podcast at first was 
I went to school. I went mm. on SoundCloud or some other, or like Libsyn or whatever it's called, and I downloaded them manually. And yep. I listened to them on my phone, connecting to the computer to USB and listening that way. Yeah. That's how I did it for a while. And then I think early this year, I decided to get an app. And on one of the Discords, someone was like, oh, try Radio Public. So I tried Radio Public. It was a good it was a good podcasting app, but at some point it got had got a problem with downloads. Yeah. It just, the, nothing would download on it. And so I switched to, I just looked up podcast app and clicked on the biggest one, which on Android was apparently CastBox, I think, judging yep. by that, that's I thought, the one I downloaded. I thought you might have said that because that was the exact same logic that I followed and that's the uh, app that I was using up until uh, a month or so ago. Yeah. Actually, just before we started recording, I was listening to the, welcome, the latest Welcome Smart now. So that's still on there on CastBox. But yeah, that's the app I'm currently using at the moment. I am thinking of switching. Apparently, Google has a podcasting app. I can't remember if it's ready released in Australia yet, but if that's the case, because of my undying loyalty to Google and all things it creates, I might get start using that app. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I have an undying loyalty to Google, but I have a an inadvertent loyalty to Google I, I've done yeah throughout the years I've, I've sided with their uh, their software a lot so now I'm pretty I'm pretty well embedded into their system yeah it's like if I need something I first check if Google has it as a product and then if not I'll have to go on AliExpress <laughs> yeah well um, they haven't released it uh, I'm just having a quick look online here for a release date but that is one that I actually uh, will be pretty excited for because as I mentioned I've got uh, Google Homes around my house and so I'd imagine having a, a Google player for podcasts will make it a bit easier for me to just you know ask Google to uh, play me a certain episode or whatever at the minute I'm relying on using my phone and then casting it and then I can give commands um, but yeah I imagine once a, a, the Google one comes out I'll uh, I'll be giving it a go. Google Home would be nice to have. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they're handy. I could imagine. I don't have one though. I do have a Chromebook though that I bought. Yeah. I use that to um, browse at memes at school. <laughs> ah, well, that's um, productive use of your time then. <laughs> very productive. Yeah. I've become yeah. a very well-known memer now. Nice. <laughs> All those times I wasn't paying attention in maths. Fair enough. I hope I hope you still learn learned a fair bit of maths. Um, yeah, from year nine and ten. I, I'm at year eleven now, so it's like I'm doing maths app, which is basically just repeating what happened in year nine and ten. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I have found that the uh, the Google Homes have been really convenient. Um, it all started a while back when my brother got one, uh, which I had I had looked at them, but. He got one and I got to have a little bit of a play around and they, they came on special around the same time. So I went and bought one of the full-sized Google Homes and just set it up in my bathroom so that you know I can shout out from the shower whatever song I want to hear or anything like that. Um, and because my bathroom's connected to my bedroom, it was quite convenient for even things like setting alarms and stuff. But um, within two days of having that one, 
I went back into the store and bought two of the minis and I've got a mini set up on my bedside table and a mini set up on a shelf in my kitchen. So almost wherever I am throughout the house, I can just, you know, shout out if I want to know something or if I... Uh, play Despacito. Yeah, I, you won't catch me saying that, but um, it, it sucks <laughs> that you can't set conditions. I, I remember uh, when I first got the Google Home, I was like, I was like trying to set a condition, like, you know, never never play any song that's in the top 40 right now like it just um yeah i don't know i'm not not a big fan of of pop music but it's just same yeah it's just been really handy i, I remember it, like it it spiraled pretty quickly i went from having a google home to like a day or two later having two minis as well and i i set them all up next to each other and got them synced up playing music um turn them into a little surround sound system and i like turned to my girlfriend and i was like I have to buy more. You know, I need these three to go in one room and I need more for other rooms. And she just looked at me like I was crazy and um, I definitely felt that I was a bit crazy by that point. So I stuck with the three. Um, and yeah, they, they do me really well. But it is pretty exciting, actually, the idea of Google having a player that I can run through the, the Google Homes as well. Oh, it seems our own assistant um, is a bit bad with me because I said the A word. Oh. oh, I didn't even catch that. I I hope I haven't been uh, been swearing. I don't tend to swear a whole lot, but uh, uh, I think it's a part a of Australian word. culture. It's just one that would be inconvenient to any people who use Amazon, if you know what I mean. Oh, I see. I see. So it's like if I was to say Google and somebody was listening to this on a device near a Google, uh, <laughs> it would prompt it and cause issues for people. <laughs> Uh, so I'm okay. So I'm not allowed to say Google. Yeah, you're also not allowed to say Siri. Oh, what's the other one? Um, hi Bixby. Um, you can't say Cortana. <laughs> yeah, you can't say Cortana. Yeah, I, I can't Actually, say that I one right now. I anyway, can say that too. Uh, my laptop will probably yeah, Windows uh, pop up. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't set mine up with Cortana, so I should be all right. Oh, I have. I um. I recently got a, a new laptop, only a couple of weeks ago, and so I feel like the last few weeks I've spent setting up my new laptop. Like I, as opposed to getting it and putting everything on it, I uh, I got it, and each task I go to do now, I go through the little setup process, and then I compare different versions of software and stuff. So everything takes me quite a while at the minute because it's like, oh, I'll compare this to that. And all I've done is I've got my old laptop running with a, a TeamViewer setup. So whenever I need to grab anything from my old laptop, I just sign in wherever I am to TeamViewer and, and grab what I need. So that's been pretty handy, but um, I'm wrapped with my new new laptop. It's a Acer Aspire R15 that I managed to uh, to buy online. Yeah, I got a Windows like laptop of some description. This is actually the first computer I've owned and then also later on i bought a chromebook which has been very convenient to just lug around and carry and also i use that to write all my scripts for like my loom blogs and my um loomcast podcast which it's useful for yeah hey uh what was your first ever like assistant experience like for like siri or something like when was the first time you um got to deal with like an AI of that kind. 
I can vaguely remember. I've never, I've never had an iPhone. Um, people probably already know that if uh, if they're paying attention. But uh, I, my first experiences would have been with with friends' iPhones uh, when Siri came out. I don't really have any specific memory or fondness of it, but it seems uh, nowadays I'm a, I'm a big fan of being able to just uh, ask my Google Homes and ask my phone and ask my laptop whatever pops into my head. Yeah, like it's uh, something, even in the car now, I've actually, you know, I'll be on a drive and my girlfriend will be in the car with me. So obviously because I don't use my phone while driving, that's uh, illegal and dangerous. I ask my girlfriend to Google things and it's, it's just crazy. Like she looks at me like I'm crazy because I'll have this whole train of thought where I'm like, hey, who owns this company? And then she'll look it up and she'll tell me and I'll say, wait, how is this connected to that? And that'll come up with, wait, how do you pronounce that? And yeah, I just um, tend to tend to follow these crazy um, little inner monologues they normally are. But yeah, my, my girlfriend got a bit of a, a side of that when I was like, wait, what about this or what about that? And she, she got a little bit frustrated having to, uh, to look things up over and over. But um, I thought it was good for a bit of a laugh and it, and it gave a bit of an insight to my own thought processes. Yeah, sounds like you some kind of wikipedia rabbit hole but with um yeah. yeah i remember falling down many wikipedia rabbit holes i think one time i was curious about what gum was made of and then by the end of it i was looking at all the big chocolate companies <laughs> mm. that's the uh the beauty of technology like i mean it's so often that i'll i'll be just you know driving along and i'll see something um, whether it's you know on a billboard or just a, a building or just something that grabs my attention and it's just like make a mental note look this up when I get the chance and yeah it's um, something that I do tend to, to follow myself pretty strictly on yeah uh, now I'm kind of scared that that'll happen to me as well I'll do when I get a google uh, home okay. it's just ask questions what's this what's that and again I do that on my phone as well so just be replacing text with words yeah it would well, be something yeah it, it is really handy anyway um i mean that's the, the good of technology to be able to uh to learn whatever you want to know right there and then and then forget it a day later yeah i have noticed with um with my google homes though that they recognize my voice really well when i first got them and slowly it seems like they've just started to misunderstand my words a bit more Maybe they're just um, maybe just getting used to perfect voice recognition, and now it's every time there's a mistake, you're just like, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe I've just become too familiar with the with the Google, and I might slur my words a little bit. Um, but I've noticed if I if I just put on an accent, like just just silly accents that I'll put on just to test it out, and it always seems to hear me fine. Oh, what kind of accents? Oh, I don't know. Just give me the, some ones that. I wouldn't even claim to put names to them, but I might just be like, <laughs> I might be like, hey Google, would you turn the bedroom light off? And it just hears me <laughs> fine and it works. Like, um, yeah, whereas I'll be sitting there going like, you know, turn the bedroom light off and it'll say, sure, turning the bedroom light on. I'm like, no, off. So yeah, it's, it's pretty funny, but that's another thing that makes me look like a bit of a madman when my girlfriend's there wondering why I'm just making stupid voices. Yeah. I've, I'm just gone to sometimes just put on weird accents for no reason whatsoever, just in the middle of talking. I've grown too comfortable with my life because 
I've just known everyone for so long that it doesn't even matter. Yeah, you just you though. just get familiar with with the people around you. Yeah, because at school, because I live in a very small town, it's just you know everyone. It's you don't have to worry too much about how you act around people because you've known these people half your life. Yeah, at least I've known because I've lived here about but roughly half my life. So it's just yeah, it's good. You can. I feel like if I am to when I am to move. It'll be quite a bit of time to adjust to being at trying to act like a normal human being again. Yeah, I went from um, from living in the city my whole life to I moved up to the top end of New South Wales with about a population of uh, ten or twelve thousand people, um, which was interesting because yeah, I definitely did did see that that in the country what you see is what you get. Um, you know, people people don't tend to lead double lives or anything like that it's just you know they they are who they say they are generally whereas in the in the city there's a lot more people that um live sheltered lives or they you know they put a lot of effort into being somebody else when they're in the presence of others um but i suppose that's just a societal demand that's put on us sometimes it's probably just for convenience in cities i don't know i've never lived in a city before (laughs) before newman i lived in jordan which has about thirty thousand people i think in it so it's not a city by any classification there's only one city in all of western australia i think yeah at all that's why it's the second most isolated city in the world um and then when i moved to newman which is even smaller it's 4500 people it's even more of that case it's where i grew up yeah fair enough uh what other podcasts do you listen to oh boy this is going to take a while yeah uh let me get to all my subscribe podcasts Okay, I might send some screenshots. So I listen to a lot of podcasts now. Not as much as the person who said he listened to like a hundred. I think that was in the Silence is Golden podcast yeah. episode. Yeah. Which I, th- I think it's my favourite of the Tim ones. Just, I think the ending got me, the that one. I'm just trying to remember how the ending went to that one. Silence, that, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> and that's then, fair and enough. then after silence, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I listen to Global News podcast, Good Morning Night Vale, Within the Wires, Alice Isn't Dead, Welcome to Night Vale, Loomcast, Conversations of People Who Hate Me, The Unmade Podcast, Law. I only listen to the Mountain Goats. What should I name my podcast? Delete this. Ars Paradoxica. Limetown, Nirvana Live, Cortex, Wolf 359, The Bright Sessions, The Anthropocene Reviewed, The Adventure Zone, King Falls, Hello Internet, Healthcare Triage, HFS Podcast, Dear Hank and John. Just listening in there so that people can have that small hit of dopamine when they hear the name of a podcast they really like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that even worked on me. I've opened the pictures here and immediately recognize a couple of the logos there um yeah it, it does bring a question up uh what's your third favorite podcast third yep third favorite you, you've mentioned that your first favorite is the unmade so i mean i can only guess that your second favorite is uh hello internet it's there it's like but some of these podcasts are like because podcasts can be different like you got the fiction podcast the two guys talking podcasts and uh, they, they kind of feel different to me yep so it's like 
for the two guys talking, it's got to be probably, yeah, so Unmade, H.I., Dear Hank and John, delete this, and for the fiction, it'd be Welcome to Night Vale, The Adventure Zone, and probably Within the Wires or something like that. Yep, and Law is one of the ones that uh, stood out to me there. Have you been listening to Law for a while? Um, no, not that long. It's like three or four months. It's yep. good, it's good, um... I still got a few episodes that I haven't listened to yet, but I, I save I'm saving those up for when, because if I don't have anything to read like, at night before I go to bed, it's a I listen to a podcast instead, yeah. And Law's there is that kind of backup. Yeah. Also, I've realized every time I listen to Law, I kind of dissociate now. I've realized, like halfway through, so it it uh, can which is weird, but it can have that effect. Like that's that's why I find it's really good for um. For yeah, when I when I go to bed, not only because it's you know one of the few podcasts I listen to that my girlfriend likes as well, but um yeah, it's sort of a, a cool one to listen to, like you know while it's dark and you can sort of your imagination can just explore what things might have looked like. But um I've noticed that disassociation as well, and I'll often like get up the next day and just think, wait, I remember the start of that story and I don't remember the end of it. Um and there have been yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so there's there's been times where I've like you know got the episode back up and I've listened to it again throughout the day, and hearing like his closing phrases and everything like that, going, nope, okay, no, I definitely heard that. Like, you know, I guess it has that familiarity because you you did hear it even if you weren't paying attention. So yeah, I did. I did. That did happen a, a couple lot of times. The, time, the, the kicker um, is at the end. Uh, it's not really a kicker as such, but I I really like the ones where he makes a connection at the end so like he'll explain okay no but because of this person that's why you know this was written or so on i think there was there was a stephen king one uh, where it turns out in his story um at the end one of the guys that had seen the ghost or whatever was stephen king and then he wrote uh the shining i don't know if you've heard that one i might have just spoiled it for you completely i think i no i think i did yeah 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 so how i listen to hello internet and stuff so the reason I got into Hello Internet in the first place was I needed a new podcast to listen to at work, and yeah. I went onto the Nerdfighter Discord, and they told me Hello Internet is a good long. It fit all the requirements for what I wanted at work because I play the podcast over the radio. Um, I work at like a drive-through coffee shop. Yeah. I don't know if you would have one in New South Wales. It's a Western Australian franchise mostly. Okay. Are called Muzz Buzz. Um, uh, oh no, yeah, I have I have heard of it. I'm not sure where though. Yeah, there it comes from Western Australia, so most of the places are in this state. Yeah. And yeah, so I work there, which you serve customers and make food and stuff. So I needed a podcast that was had no swear words, preferably not super duper weird, like. The two podcasts I was mostly listening to at work at the time, which was Dear Hank and John and Welcome to Night Vale. Yep. Dear Hank and John's fine, except for the occasional points where they yell, oh my god, it's burning at the top of their lungs, which not good for a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah knowing, knowing how Hank and John can be in their in their little um, throws back and forth, I, I understand that. Like, it'd just be a bit distracting to um, anyone that overheard it. So is it exclusively a drive-through? Uh, there's a walk-up uh, window walk as well, up but yeah, yeah, it's no like, it's, it's just you grab your food and go kind of thing. Yeah, you've never you've never infected anyone that you know of. Like they've walked in, 
and um, you know HI happens Not to be playing or anything, and, and they've come back and said, "Hey, what is that?" Or they've they've figured it out and come back and, and become a team. No, but I was super duper like really excited when I heard of, not the latest HI but I think it was the one before the latest yep. and they were talking about how Brady's sister took a trip up to the northwest oh you mean that I think that was a, a few episodes ago given that this is episode three and is in no way timed uh, early <laughs> it was a HI at some point in existence yeah yeah I was so excited because they were talking about how isolated it is because it is, like, Perth takes up 75% of the state in population, and 96 or 97% of my state's population is actually all in the southwest. So yeah. the north half of WA is actually only 3% of the people actually live there. So they're right in saying it's, like, really isolated, and I was hearing that they were talking about it, and that um, Brady's just actually, vac- like, took a vacation there. It was, that was probably the best HI moment I can think of. Because the only other time um, Western Australia was ever actually mentioned was when Grey briefly said, like, oh, don't everyone, doesn't everyone want to go in the east? Doesn't no one want to be in... No one wants to be in the western part of Australia. Yeah. Which yeah. it's good to, good to hear my state actually talked about to more length. Especially, yeah. like, my particular part of the state. I don't know if she was in the Pilbara in particular, but I don't think it really matters that much. But yeah. why I was so excited was because there was a chance, even though I was pretty small, that she could have actually, like, I could have actually served her while listening to Hello Internet. <laughs> yeah, I got I got pretty excited when you said where you were from. I thought, oh, that, that area, maybe, I thought maybe you were hiding the fact that you were the Tim that, um, that had written nah, in. Nah, but... because the other Tim was... Some someone from um, the eastern states, I think. Yeah. Uh, not a lo- not a local. Uh, but damn, I should have. I wish now that I had like some sort of Tim emblem on me or something, just to freak Brady's sister out a little bit when I served her. If which it's unlikely that she would have come to Newman anyway. But there are a lot of tourists. There actually are a lot of tourists lately this time of year. I've noticed coming in for some drinks and food. Yeah, probably because everyone heads heads north and west for the um the not so cold winter. Yeah, it is a not so cold winter. It's weird here because it's like the air is cold, but the sun's still as hot as it always is. Like the sun doesn't change; it's still like hot. Yeah. But the air, it's like if you're in shade, you're gonna freeze. Well, you're not gonna freeze, but you're gonna feel chilly because I don't wear. You don't, no one wears pants really here. It's all shorts and loose shirts. Yeah. Yeah, chances are if I did serve her, I would have been listening to the Global News podcast because HI doesn't come out often enough to satiate the need for listening to podcasts while working. Yeah, well, it definitely makes sense. And Global Podcast does week daily, which actually still isn't enough. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, just just looking at your your list, still looking through your list here of podcasts, um, it does make sense that obviously if you're working through the day and listening to them sort of constantly, you would need quite a quite a bit to keep up with. Yeah, actually, only do HI Halloween, um, HI Unmade and Cortex along with the Global News podcast for listening to it work. The rest I kind of do 
idly. A lot of them are quite infrequent. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. A lot of them are like monthly or bi-monthly kind of. And so I'm, I'm guessing you'd be up to date with Cortex. Oh yeah, definitely. Unless I'm... they did one like yeah yesterday or this week that I'm no, not aware not, of. But I not think that I'm did. aware of. But I'm uh, I'm way behind still. Um, I remember on the the last episode of this uh, when I was discussing with Jonah, I'd mentioned that yeah I was getting through it slowly, but um, you know trying not to mix too many podcasts at once. But I have just gone down the uh, the mixing way and been listening to a bit more Unmade and stuff lately. Yeah, I did have a really cool Cortex experience though on the Reddit. I don't know how long ago this was. Now it was well, especially by the time this comes out, but. Uh, on the Reddit for Cortex, I actually posted my um, home screen, just because obviously there's a lot of discussion on Cortex around around home screens and the orientation of your stuff. And so yeah, I'd, I'd put a fair bit of time into my home screen to get it the way that I wanted. So I posted it on the Reddit, and if I can find it here now, actually had Mike, as in Mike Hurley from Cortex comment, um, saying that he likes it. So. That was um, oh. a pretty uh, pretty nifty feather in my cap, just you know, to have a, a co-host or a vice host of, of Cortex comment on my Reddit post and, and say that they like my background. So I could probably send you a link to it. Especially considering as Reddit and yeah, CGP Grey is the most active one on Reddit, but you got the less active one comment. Yeah, um, I've just sent the link through to you now if you if you wanted to have a look at it. I will. And we'll, we'll put that link in the um, show notes too. Just, you know, for my ego's sake, I guess. Not not in case people are curious to see what it looks like. Yep, just a flex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I see. I'm Mike here, Mike. I like this. Thumbs up. Eight points one month ago. Yeah. And then um, the use commenting. Thanks, Mike. Exclamation yeah, mark. That's great. That was uh, that was the only way I could find to express my excitement. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, so a pretty pretty simple background that I that I have there at the minute, just with the temperature at the top, the like a dark sort of animated background. Uh, under the temperature is the Google search bar, and under that, what takes up most of the screen is a to do list. So to do. Yeah, for the sake of that post, I I made up. Um, just a random list and was just trying to be a bit silly with it but yeah my uh, my day-to-day stuff is all added in there so I just look to my phone whenever I find I'm not being productive enough and um, see what's the next thing to check off the list nice I played video games same I like yeah. your to-do list reminds <laughs> me of me a little bit yeah <laughs> playing video games isn't often on the list but yeah I mean it's definitely something that that happens I used to play video games all the time, but now it's like, I just don't do it much anymore, which just kind of makes me feel sad. Yeah. When I was using Twitter often, I usually commented on Mike's tweets. I think I annoyed him a lot, but he never blocked me, so that's all good. A couple times he uh, commented, but because, you know, I'm really not into Apple and Cortex is very, very focused on yeah. Apple technology. That Those kind of bits are like the bits where I like, go outside of Muzzbuzz and, like, empty the mop bucket or take the rubbish out or bring the signs in or out. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't listen to those parts often. Yeah, I, as discussed last time, I, I know I sort of have that issue just because, yeah, they're, they're products that I don't use, but 
it's still I still find that Cortex is valuable. It's just yeah, just taken me quite a while to to get up to speed with it. Yeah, I found it pretty interesting and useful at times. It it certainly steered me a little bit into some directions and other directions. Um, in some ways to what I am doing now, which can't complain. I'm still alive, so that's probably a good thing. Yeah. Uh, so I guess this would make a good point to talk about our home screens. Is that still your home screen, or did you change it? Yeah, that's that's quite literally uh, looking at my phone now. That's what my home screen still looks like, except instead of all that uh, list there about playing video games and procrastinating, I've got things like data entry, trim trees, sort washing... Uh, stuff like that looking at me to get done but uh, here I am making a podcast for fun instead so the checklist works really well (laughs) yeah Uh, I couldn't do checklists I tried for a while like after listening to Cortex but I just I failed miserably I just never I never checked the checklist (laughs) yeah they're, they're one of those things where if you like if you don't want it then it's not worthwhile. Like I remember years ago, I used to, I've used checklists quite a bit, but I used to have that same trouble where you'd you'd have checklists day to day, and then it, you'd just get sick of looking at them, or um, or you'd have issues like that. So I I stopped doing it altogether, and then it'd just be when I started to get overwhelmed, or there'd just be certain times where I had a, a fair bit to do that I'd scribble out with a pen and paper. I'm not sure if you've heard of that app. It's like a a sheet of paper um, which you write on with a pen and so uh, so I'd scribble stuff out on and notes like that and just carry around this bit of paper and mark things off as I, as I went so it's oh. something that you know oh, maybe a, a year ago now I incorporated into uh, apps and more of a, a day-to-day thing yeah I just don't write stuff down or like doing that it's but it's it's a problem at times you know when you forget things but I, I'm, I'm managing, so... Yeah. Of course, there's some day where I'm going to need it, and I'm going to look back at this moment and be like, I was such a doofus, but whatever. I'm just going to be a doofus. <laughs> well, a, a wise man once said that a life without regret is a life not lived. It's a life that's living in a lie. Yeah, well... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so have you got uh, your see... home screen, yeah? Yeah, I'll send it via Discord now, oh, one at a time. So, it's my main one, it's my second main one. I think I'm doing this in the incorrect order, but whatever. <laughs> oh, jeez. That, that is, that's mayhem. <laughs> Can you see any pattern? Uh, no, there's no pattern, and... Um... I mean, whilst your background has a, a cool reference to Pokemon in what looks like a Game Boy-styled Pokemon game. Um, I can tell you that that was one of the best moments of my life, seeing that Feebaz. I yeah. accomplished one of my life goals when I saw that fish. I, I don't want to take away from your accomplishments, but that is an ugly background. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so i tell you the story of how I took that picture, right? So, a while ago, in my old phone, which was uh, a ZTE Blade Lux, that one just broke. Like, it just wouldn't charge anymore, and I just had to watch it slowly die from a battery power of hands. So what I did, I had had a second $50 phone that I got from from Woolworths one time, just as a, a cheap thing. 
to use instead. And I was playing on my 3DS Pokemon Pearl, which is, it was my brother's, and then I got it a long, it was my brother's a long, long time ago, and then he gave it to me, and that was, I think, my first Pokemon game. It was definitely the first Pokemon game I played. Um, yeah, and... I, I feel sorry for and, you. <laughs> you didn't you didn't grow up during the the best of it you know when when the original pokemon games came out on game boy and then and then game I boy did play Color. the original you did i did <laughs> I, I did play gen 1 2 and 3 i'm i was a huge pokemon like i got real into the specific like eevees and like effort values individual values nature like all the breeding and pokemon like what the real nerds like in the Pokemon World Championships kind of do and stuff. I was yeah. I crap at actually playing the game, but I could definitely make good good strong Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, well, um, I think um I think I would have been about ten when um yeah when I got a Game Boy with uh maybe Pokemon Red. I can't remember, but it was it was crazy. I remember sitting there with the little display that didn't even have color, and I had like packets of batteries like packets of double a batteries i think it was just sat next to me ready to swap out when the batteries went dead and everything I, I, I used to spend hours just playing pokemon um in the original days but didn't didn't follow it so much afterwards i remember spending hours playing the emulated version <laughs> of the yeah. original gen one which yeah but my first memory um was i was yeah, much younger i think probably six or seven maybe eight it was a long time ago my brother basically my brother had pokemon pearl and he was kind of training his pokemon and then he just gave me the ds and told me to train his pokemon for him and told me what to do and i didn't follow and i killed some legendaries without saving and stuff and yeah i basically played the game and I trained his Pokemon, and they can't. They they became my own Pokemon, really. Yeah, that I got really into. It. What What was your first shiny? Did you ever get a shiny? Oh, I can't. I can't even remember. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's lost to me now. I think. Um, I guess I didn't go down that path of following all the all the Pokemon games as they came out and, and keeping up to up to speed. I guess it would have been a Gyarados. I, I probably Sen. remember. Definitely would have been a Gyarados then. Gyarados. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't count it, but the one in um, silver and gold you get for when it introduces the shinies, it gives you. There's a Gyarados in gold and silver. That's red. Yeah, okay. If, if that if that's the main one that comes out, then. Um, it's the yeah. only one that comes out every time. Rest is one in eight thousand one hundred ninety-two or something. I yeah. probably got those numbers wrong, but. Okay. I remember um, playing Pearl and this gold duck that was like slightly red and I was about to kill it and my brother noticed and he was like yo you need to catch that and I did and that was the time that was the first my first um shiny and I get one two nice. five years later nice yeah um I'm just looking through your your apps and your background pictures there hopefully hopefully we can put these in the show notes just to um show people yeah, that I'm not hopefully. just not just being ridiculous <laughs> um <laughs> Hopefully Just, a sharp-eyed uh, user can uh, catch the pattern there. Yeah, I took that. I took the reason that picture looks so terrible in quality is because I took it on that fifty-dollar phone I got. Yeah. So happy when I got that. It's because I spent so many years trying to get that Feebaz and Pearl. So many years. 
Uh, fair enough. I, mean, I guess it's a, a good reminder of, um, of yeah, an accomplishment. Never to change. Yeah, the background never bothered. That that was my background on my fifty dollar phone. Now it's the background on my two hundred and fifty dollar phone. It's probably going to be the background of my of whatever the Google Pixel three is going to be. Yeah. So you have a, a Google Pixel two, do you? No, I have a, just an Oppo A fifty seven cheap, cheapish yeah. kind of phone. Yeah, I'm going to okay. get the next Google Pixel though. I got the money for it. Whenever the next one comes out. Just to continue the uh, the Google connection. The undying Google loyalty. I even use Google Plus. That's how loyal I am. I use a site not even Google likes anymore. Does Does anybody use Google Plus? Like, what do you do on there? <laughs> it's a uh, It's a long story. It's stuff happens there. It happens. It's interesting, but not many people use it anymore. Not even Google uses it anymore. Yeah, all I know is that it's it's meant to be one of the social medias, but I've never I've never actually seen it. Whatever your assumptions of it are correct, it is definitely okay. debt. But <laughs> I've I've garnered a bit of a name there, kind of in the meme part of it. Uh, I like it. I like it. It's it. Google Plus has a good format. It was just kind of throttled at birth, as CGPGV Gray would probably put it, because what everyone thinks of Google Plus is oh that thing that YouTube integrated with that sucks and GP Gray is annoyed with um, yeah because he has to change his profile in it and all that um, but the actual format itself like how it functions is pretty good it's better than Facebook anyway in fact because I don't actually use Facebook what I do on my the Facebook profile I have is every couple of days if I'm bored I just post about how much better Google Plus is than Facebook on Facebook, just for lols. Yeah, it's good times. Yeah, uh, Facebook has obviously put its foot down pretty, pretty firmly amongst the world, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely have Facebook. I can't say I use it a whole heap, but it is. Um, it is sort of it at all. good to good to sort of keep in touch with some people. I found. I have it there literally just because occasionally, um, the boss of where I work posts updates about MuzzBuzz on the MuzzBuzz group page yep. which I occasionally look at like the most recent one was how mad they were because some machine broke and how one of them has to drive down from Karatha and fix it and it's going to cost a whole lot of money which yeah important stuff fair enough I notice you've got the I've got Reddit obviously as an app on your on your phone there yeah haven't bothered to put them back into the social media folder uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, just curious, what, what sort of subreddits do you follow? Let's find out, because I forget. Oh, I'm already on Reddit, okay. Oh yeah, because I, I linked link to your thing. Okay, RMA, which I don't care about. Borderlands, which, when I first started Reddit, I was on Borderlands, R slash Borderlands quite a bit, and then I spent two years not using Reddit at all. And then the rest of them I subscribed to when I got back into Reddit. So I got CGP Grey... Uh, Cortex, Hello Internet, RAMA, um, Nerdfighters, Night Vale, PewDiePie Submissions, and Western Australia. Yeah, I don't use Reddit too often, but occasionally I like to post some memes I make. I made a John Green meme once and that got onto the top of the Nerdfighter Reddit. That'd be pretty exciting. I, um, I know I only just got onto Reddit. Pretty much once I caught up to date with Hello Internet, I jumped onto Reddit just for that. Like I'd, I'd never used it before, 
Yeah, that's and, when um, I got on Reddit again from Borderlands, um, and I left for a few years, and then I got up to it, and I listened to HR, I was like, eh, I might as well go back on Reddit again. So yeah, I'm back in with 1,962 karma. Nice. I have uh, 518 karma, but that's, uh, yeah, just because of how how young my account is and how I'm not all that interesting and don't contribute a whole lot. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. No, I, I don't mind making a, a post here and there, but yeah, yeah I sort of I might it just to sort of see, see what interesting stuff everyone else is putting up. Like I remember at work when I first listened, when I first heard about Brady's sister going to the Northwest, I got so excited that I paused the podcast and yeah. while at work, I was composing this really long wall of text reddit post saying how happy i am that i heard about my state uh yeah a part of my state being mentioned and that got like six likes so yeah, yeah. nice six six upvotes that's uh that's pretty impressive <laughs> you know, I, I say that like i'm joking but that's probably the best any of my posts has done before <laughs> yeah I, I noticed some you, you never know which one which posts get will get likes or not. I remember um, I spent like three days doing a whole like really well done video about PewDiePie and that took many days to make and it got like four likes on the submission thing. So yeah. And then yeah. I do like a 10 minutes to, I spend 10 minutes making a meme about John Green and that gets 180 upvotes on the Nerdfighter subreddit. The, the people want memes. Memes are good. Yeah, they're good for everybody, aren't they? Yep. I um, even make I'm, meme comics on occasion. <laughs> yeah, I'm just scrolling scrolling through my posts just to see, because like I said, I mean, I don't really go fishing for upvotes or anything like that, but the one post I've got with 61 upvotes mm. is a picture that I actually took of the Welcome Stranger Nugget Replica. Yeah, send me a link to your profile. I'll have a look at your will, will do. Reddit post. I sent a link to mine in case you're curious too. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's just going to be crappy memes and stuff though, mostly. Yeah, well, just just looking at my post there, it actually was a major change Whoa. to my day. Um, yeah, so that's that's the picture of just the replica of the Welcome Stranger. So it's not actual gold, but that gives you the idea of the size of it before they broke it into three pieces. But quite literally, this was a was an unmade excursion. Um, you see, I was on a on a job where I had to deliver a, a window out to a little town that was just just near here. Or well, I say just near here. It was about half an hour away from where the museum is. So practically uh, right next to it. Well, yeah, pra- yeah. To to you, it would be practically right next to it. Yeah, but from people in a city, they'd go, "What half an hour on the highway?" But um, no. So yeah, I, I'd, I'd driven over to to drop some stuff off. And I turned around and started heading back home and, and I was listening to Unmade while I was driving and they mentioned that it was in Dunnally or Dunnally, I'm not even sure how to pronounce it, but a, a little town there where the Welcome Stranger was taken to. It was, it was dug up in a small town near there. And uh, yeah, so they were talking on the Unmade podcast about how they'd seen the replica when they were younger in a, in a museum and I just thought, okay, I've got to look this up. So I pulled over. I looked it up, so it was only you know an hour's drive all up out of my way. So I yeah drove to the to the museum. I paid I think it was four dollars to get into the museum, despite the fact that I'd already seen the nugget and taken the uh, 
the picture of the nugget before old mate came out to to serve me. But yeah, it was a, it was an interesting little little museum. Um, but oh. it was just yeah, a nice little excursion, nice way to spend an extra couple of hours in my day because I was fairly close to it anyway. I like how you pointed at it for Brady. That's 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 right. Yeah, I pointed that, at it and a nice, um, nice touch. And inadvertently, I put a, a sneaky background foot in there. Um, I can see somebody's somebody's uh, tagged sneaky background feet. Um, just because, yeah, my my boot is there at the bottom as I was trying to take the picture quite awkwardly. Um, because my phone, I busted the the main camera on my phone, so any picture I take is taken with the selfie camera. Um, so I'm always kind of yeah, like got it across from me, looking at the screen to see what I'm actually capturing. Yeah, I, I've had some of those problems when I tried to do, like, time lapses and stuff, and, yeah, I've had to do that on occasion, though not yeah. that often, so, yeah, that's, that would have felt really good to hear, you're, like, it was kind of talk cool, about yeah. where you are, like, that's, yeah. like, that would be, like, if I was in Newman and they mentioned Newman, or... Uh. That would be better, like, better for you because that's that's where you actually live. I was a, a couple of hours. Yeah, from maybe home, it'd be but... more like if they'd mentioned Tom Price and I was heading to Tom Price, maybe. Yeah, but yeah, all it was because because I'd driven out there, um, I get yeah I, I hear them say Dunnelly on the uh, on the podcast and think oh, I went past a sign that said Dunnelly. Um, it must be near here, so yeah, that's what warranted that. I'd be thinking they read in my minds. You know, this new uh, this new podcast tailoring uh, algorithms working really well. They they mention it just at this point of time. Hmm? That's that's right. Yeah, just just so happens. I mean, they they you know, Gray doesn't believe in free will, so I didn't decide to listen to the Unmade podcast on that day as I happened to be driving through that town. It's um it's all faded, isn't it? But then I, I'm sure Gray probably doesn't agree with the word fate. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fate, it's just the universe. I understand what Grace says, I kind of believe that too, but like, it's essentially free will, because it's like people saying, we aren't, we don't, like, you know, the new game Detroit Become Human kind of sparked up a little bit of the conversation about whether artificial intelligence, if it was advanced enough, would be conscious, which to me, it's obvious like, Consciousness doesn't matter. If they act like it, like they are human, then they might as well be human, kind of thing, you know. Yeah, that's a that's a very philosophical approach to it, which um, yeah, no, I, makes, I agree with. It makes no difference, really, like, because I don't know if you're conscious, but you seem conscious, and that's all that really matters. Yeah, well, it goes goes back to I think, therefore I am, but you can't really confirm that for anybody else, can you? Yeah, you can't go, you think, therefore, yeah, because you don't know if you're thinking. You might just be another robot, and I'm alone in this world in some sick experiment. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool, though, that nugget. Yeah, I'm just, uh, I've come across your monster meme there, the DFTBA one. Yeah. Destroy every single goddamn penny in existence. <laughs> nice. Made a couple people's day with that one. I'm happy to say. Yeah, why not? It's um, it's pretty creative. It's got everything that a good meme needs, except except a typo. I don't I don't see a typo. Oh, and it's also not fried. <laughs> yeah. 
Unlike uh, unlike my other one, there's one you scroll down. Hank Green announces PodCon two. I'm so proud of that one, but it got so many so many less likes. It got a fair amount on um the Nerdfighter one sixty three. That that one's a bit too like niche kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I guess they they do have a huge following though. So I mean you know things that people consider niche. Yeah. Obviously, obviously touch a lot of people, or they, at least gets out to a lot of people. Yeah. Nerdfighteria changed me in a lot of good ways. I'm very thankful, and I give it back in terribly made means. I'm sure they appreciate it. Well, I made some people's day, and I confused a hell of a lot more. <laughs> I learned yeah, nice. I learned from the best, which I mean I learned from Google+, Plus, which is mostly just reposts, and yeah. Yeah, well, people repost things for a reason, don't they? Yeah. I have a very non-repost kind of look outlook to things which probably not productive for memes in general but i just don't like having putting other people's memes because when i look at a meme i've already saw saw seen seen yeah when i look at a meme i've already seen (laughs) i'm like i don't like that and so i just don't do it myself so that every everything i post is all mine which in some ways is a good thing, some ways is a bad thing. But, you know, I have, I have nothing against... Yeah. yeah, it's like swearing. I have nothing against it, but I don't do it often, unless it's Alex. <laughs> yeah. um, sorry, Falhurst. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, my my groceries are going to be delivered in the next five, ten minutes. So we might have to wrap it up. Yep, awesome. So that should have worked. Uh, hopefully we're not causing too much trouble for the editors. <laughs> uh, love causing trouble for editors. <laughs>